Hey friend, do you ever feel like you struggle with posing or prompting your clients or feeling like you're really making a genuine connection with them? Do you often struggle walking away from your session feeling like you did a phenomenal job? If so, today's episode is for you because we are talking all about tips for a smoother session. I seem to get a lot of DMs and a lot of questions, especially from the students inside of the From Broke to Booked Blueprint, all about how when they get to a session, they feel like they freeze up or they feel like their clients are running the show and they're kind of falling in the back, feeling insecure about the whole situation. So I want to walk you guys through a couple of tips that should help solve this problem. So number one, my first piece of advice for you would be that I want you to be prepping your clients as much as you can before the session date ever gets, before the session date ever arrives, okay? So the more prepared that your clients feel, the better the entire process is going to go. So what I mean is, A lot of clients will come to me after using someone else and their biggest complaint will be, oh my gosh, you were so hands-on. Like you went above and beyond to help prepare us. We felt super confident. We will definitely be using you again because the person that they were using before me was basically getting them on their calendar not really talking to them, giving them like the day before reminder, telling them where the location was going to be. And then the first real conversation or prepping that ever happened was happening on the session date. And that is the biggest mistake that you might be making in your business right now. So I really want you to think of your photography, your business, your relationships with your clients as an experience. So how can you not just be an appointment for someone, how can you really give them the best experience they're ever going to have? So the first thing that you need to be doing is prepping your clients. So you might be thinking, okay, Brooke, you're telling me to prep them, but I don't really know how to do that. Awesome. Let me help you out. I want you to write down two or three objections or things you hear before every session that you have. Or I want you to ask yourself, what are three questions my client has before their session ever happens? Okay. So for instance, number one, everybody's client is asking this question. What do I wear? Okay. So you need to be prepping your clients and helping equip them and teach them and style them with what type of clothing they need to wear. That is a lot of people's biggest fear is they want these beautiful images. They want the quote unquote magazine worthy session. They don't know where to start. So that's the first thing. Okay. And so I want you, I'm not going to tell you what to say, but I am going to tell you that you need to figure out with your style, with your ideal client, who are they, what helps them feel confident, what helps them feel sexy, like what are you going for? And then I want you to write out all of the tips you can possibly think of to help prep them so that they know what to wear when they're coming to the session. Another popular thing is a lot of people don't really know how to 
get their families or their spouse or their fiance prepared and prepped for the session. So what I mean is how can you prep your clients to show up in good moods to where their, their toddlers are even happy, which I know toddlers, you basically never know what you're going to get. They're like a box of mixed chocolates. Okay. You just, you literally never know what mood they're going to be in and that's okay. But how can you prep your clients so that they can not only have an amazing hour or two hours with you, but how can they have the best experience in that whole day that they have? Or how can they take a half day and really prep their families and enjoy the getting ready, enjoy the dressing everybody up, enjoy spending this time with whoever it is that they're going to be photographed with. So really think through these things. How can I prep my clients? What do they need to know so that they come in feeling confident before I ever turn on the camera? Okay. Step two, I want you to be communicating with your clients and setting expectations before you turn on your camera. So again, the communication happens all the way back to when they inquired to work with you. Once they inquire with you, the conversation has begun. That conversation should continue through every step of the process. There should not be any point of time where there's not anything happening. Like I I don't want to look at your client process and you talk to your clients from inquiry to booking and then not again until literally days before the session. That's not what I want to see. I want you to be in consistent communication, even if that is, if let's say your clients are booking with you four to six weeks in advance. I want you to be talking with them at least every other week up until the session, okay? It doesn't have to be long. It's just little check-ins. How are you doing? Is there anything that I can help you with? Have you found the clothing that you want to wear? Do you want to set up a time to come try on these dresses from my client closet? Just be in consistent communication so that way your client knows Like you're in this, you're a professional, you're here for them, keep communicating with them. So now we've prepped them, we've communicated with them, and now we're pulling up to meet our clients at the actual shoot, okay? At this point, I'm going to run you through what, what I do and what I would recommend that you guys do. Encourage your clients to show up early. Doesn't have to be super early. Just show, just, I would encourage them to show up about 10 minutes prior to the time that you are wanting to start actually photographing them. And what I want you to do is instead of pulling all the way up to exactly the location that you're going to photograph at. So like, for instance, if you're going to use a field, rather than pulling up right there to where you're only having to walk three steps before you turn on your camera, park a little further away to where you're walking just a little bit, not out of inconvenience, but to give yourself some adequate time to talk with your clients. Now, if you don't want to do that, then I would recommend getting out of the car, go approach your client and, you know, ask them, Hey guys, how are you? You guys look fantastic. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love your toddler's shoes. You guys look amazing and you want to build up your client. And you're not doing this to be fake, by the way. I if if I feel like, you know, 
it's not appropriate to say something, then I won't. But guys, what's running through your clients' heads when they first get there, regardless of how much prep they had, is how nervous they are, especially the mamas there or women in general, they are carrying a lot of anxiety and they may not even realize it. And so that's going to come out through body language. Everybody is going to be extra stiff in the beginning. Um, They're not going to be ready to loosen up. And so you need to know this going into the session. So you've got to get your clients to relax feel comfortable and feel confident as quickly as you possibly can. So some of the things that I do is casual conversation. I want you to get everybody talking. I want you to talk to the two-year-old. I want you to talk to the 15-year-old. I want you to talk to mom. I want you to talk to dad, whoever it is that you're photographing, talk to them, get them to loosen up, get them to crack a smile because the faster they can smile, laugh, or talk, they will naturally get rid of that anxiety and they will start to settle in and show some more of their true personality. Now, this kind of is going to move in a little bit. It's going to overlap with point three, which is all about posing and prompting. So, So stick with me for just a second, but I want you to start setting expectations, okay? So your clients are coming to you. They've seen your work. Most of them, they are, I really hope all of your clients have seen your work, but um, that's another podcast for another day on how some people hire you. And then they think that you're just going to be able to um, do a whole different editing style than you have, but that's not today's topic. So we're going to stick with the clients who really are um, all about you. They love you. They can't wait to, um, to work with you. And they are just so excited and fully confident that you are going to capture beautiful images for them. Okay. So because of that, They're coming in with expectations. Now, I don't want to necessarily crush anyone's expectations, but I also want you to set the bar for your clients, okay? So what I mean is this. I want you to go ahead and tell your clients, hey, I know that sometimes sessions can feel chaotic. They can feel awkward. You might not know what to do, but don't worry. I'm going to lead you every step of the way. If you get stuck, don't worry. I'm going to be here to help you. And if you can just kind of like start chipping away at some of those expectations, start giving them a little bit of your at the session process, your clients are going to warm up to you a lot more. Okay, so these next couple of posing and prompting, so this is point three, we're going to start going into, okay, but how do I pose my clients? Great question. So I'm specifically going to speak to family photographers here because that's primarily what I photograph. And then these posing and promptings can be um, altered for really any niche that you have. Okay, so when my clients arrive, we're walking to where we're going to be taking pictures. We're having casual conversation. Um, and I am setting the expectations and going over the kind of like timeline outline of what to expect over the next hour. Okay. Now what I'm going to do is now it's time to turn on the camera and start getting my clients to photograph. The very first thing that I do is I try to get everybody together and get that quote unquote Christmas photo out of the way. I want all of the rigid looking at me smiling photos to happen at the beginning of the session. 
while everybody's fresh, they're ready, they're happy, nothing has really happened yet. And because I know that everyone has taken a photo of where you get together with your family and you're all smiling and saying cheese at the camera. If you can start with something everybody's done before, again, you're going to make them feel more comfortable. You're going to give them a warm up, if you will. And then you're going to be able to really break in to some more like fun posing and prompting. Now, this is my process. You are more than welcome to do your own. Okay. But here's the thing. When I first started photographing, I used to save or screenshot really a bunch of images off Pinterest that I wanted to try with my families or my seniors or whoever it was that I was photographing. It's super embarrassing to talk about now, but then when I am reminded of some of you that are starting your business, you guys do the same exact thing even now. So nothing has changed from 2014 when I started my business with being scared that I didn't know how to pose people to 2021 at the time of this recording. Nothing has changed, right? We all do this because we all want something to fall back on. That's okay. But here's the thing. We don't need to be pulling our phones out in the middle of our session and losing the control, the creative control that we have and the creative opportunities. So I am going to give you what I coached to my brand new blueprint students last week on a group coaching call. I'm going to tell you what I told them regarding this whole scenario of freezing up and not knowing what to say and losing control of your session. You never want people, you never want your clients to think that you don't know what you're doing, especially when they're paying you, okay? Now, this doesn't mean that you have to fake it till you make it or any of those cheesy quotes, but what I'm saying is don't get so insecure or so unsure of what you're doing that you lose sight of what's important, and that's simply capturing what's in front of you, okay? So again, tip number one, I already gave that to you when it comes to posing. Get the Christmas card out of the way. Everybody's expecting it to happen. Everybody knows how to do it. Just start with that, and then you can build from there. So the next thing, my next tip for you with posing and prompting is I want you to feed off of what's already happening in front of you. For instance, we've got to stop trying to look at the big picture and start looking at details first so we can build a storyline. So I want you guys to start paying attention. And I'm going to be honest, like this is hard for me. My daughter is amazing at this exercise right here that I'm about to tell you, but I am not. She can tell you like she, she memorizes details. She knows exactly what, who was wearing today. She can tell you what car you're driving. And if there's one thing out of place, like the stripe wasn't there or um, somebody has something dangling from their mirror, she knows that it's not so-and-so's vehicle. Like it blows me away how detail-oriented she is. She definitely gets that from her dad because I'm going to be honest, I don't notice the little details all the time. I've had to train myself. So I want you to feel confident right now that if you don't typically remember what shirt your kid had on in the morning before you send them to school, you can train yourself to do that. So here's what I want you to do. We're going to imagine ourselves at our session with our clients. Okay. I want you to watch what happens naturally as we're walking 
to the location. Or once you get to the location, I always like to give my families an opportunity to get settled. So what I do is I let them know that, hey, I'm going to get my camera settings just right. And then we're going to get started. And I will tell you all exactly what I want you to do. Okay. It's exactly what I say every session. So as I'm doing, as I'm getting the camera settings, I'm watching which kid is migrating toward dad. Which kid is mom holding? Is there something already happening that I can build upon? Okay. So if something already is happening and everybody is already occupied with a child or they're looking at nature or their kids trying to grab a leaf off of a tree, I'm going to start photographing right then and there. And I'm going to skip the Christmas photo until we get distracted or until chaos hits. Okay. So it kind of depends if your clients again are really rigid, really nervous, they're probably going to stand right beside you and they're not going to do much. And so then you're going to break into the Christmas photo. But again, if mom is holding her little girl's hand, the little girl's fidgeting with the grass, I'm going for details first, because that tells me that she feels comfortable with her mom. Her mom is a, you know, delighting in her daughter. And so I'm going to start getting some natural emotions and expressions there. So that's what I want you guys to be looking for. Now I'm going to give you the exercise that I shared with the group coaching call. And this is something that it sounds silly, but it really makes a difference. Okay. So instead of you going to Pinterest 20 minutes before a session and saving a couple of photos, just in case to your photo album, I want you to, I want you to walk yourself through a session or go back and look at pictures that you've taken before and look at the posing. Then I want you to name each of those poses on note cards or on post-it notes. And I want you to carry the post-it notes with you and start memorizing them like you would vocabulary words or spelling words or facts like back when we were in school. And I want you to just start saying, lay them out in front of you. And and I'm talking like simple things. Okay. So like mom sitting between dad's legs, that's going to trigger your brain to know how to get them set up. And then you're naturally going to play into their personality. If a family has three kids, you're going to find creative ways to place those kids or let them naturally fall into place. Other things you could write down is, you know, um, leaning, standing, laughing, rolling, tickling, anything that you would say to your client or an emotion, you can write those down on these note cards and then start training your brain. Your brain will remember words before it will ever remember the images because that's just how the brain works. Okay. So if you can start memorizing words or phrases of what you want people to do, you're going to eventually, it's going to be burned into your brain. And eventually you won't need any of any of these helpful tools or exercises because the more you shoot, the more you get into your process, the more you will show up and you will naturally fall into posing and prompting. This just takes time. It takes a lot of practice. It, it really does. And there's times when I'll take like a two week break from shooting. And then my first session back is a little rusty and I'm still having to, you know, I've done it for years, but it doesn't fall as easily when I have two to three shoots every single week, week upon week upon week. So I want you guys to know, like a lot of this has to do with 
getting comfortable and practicing. So there's so many ways that you can pose and prompt your clients. And there is no right way. There is no wrong way. It is what works best for you, for your style, for the people that you're photographing. I promise you will eventually have your own process. You will have your own routine. You won't need all of these things. So your number one Your number one tip when you are with the camera on photographing your clients is never lose control. Just never lose control. Always be in control. You don't have to know the answer to everything. You don't have to be super rigid. You don't have to even pose your clients every shot. Just get them to naturally, like get them in a starting pose and work around that and just say, Hey, I don't want you guys to look at me um, or look at the camera for the next couple of shots. Just really love on your kiddos, whether you want to kiss them or tickle them or cuddle them. I just want you guys to lean in close and just be just love on your babies. I'm going to look like a crazy mad person and I'm going to take a bunch of pictures, but again, keep your focus on your kids. That's literally the things that I say. And I want you guys to really start getting more confident in leading your people. Okay. You do not have to be overshooting the entire session, even though I still do it, but it's not like there has to be a pose. They're not modeling for you. So if you've ever watched America's next top model, whenever we're watching them, um, them pose and stuff, you'll always hear them say, just keep firing off poses, like do something different, keep it going. Like you're doing the same thing over and over guys. It's okay that our clients aren't doing that. They're not there to perform. They're not professional models. They're there to connect with their family. So focus more on the connection, more on the personality than trying to nail poses that you saw on Instagram or Pinterest and really just stay connected with who you're with. Okay. Who's in front of your camera? What are they naturally falling into? And again, and other ways too, to really get your client's confidence up. I didn't realize I had so many tips for you guys, but I do. Um, and I'm really excited too, as a side note, really quickly, I am finally (laughs) putting a workshop into the works, which I really don't want to call it a workshop. This is going to be a retreat. There will be more information on this for 2022. I promise. But um, I'm so excited because I forgot how much I love to be hands-on and I love to see what you're doing and then help you do it better. And I'm just so excited. So as a side note, all of these things I'm telling you, I can actually teach you in person next year. So um, stay tuned to the podcast because that's where you're going to hear a lot of this, a lot of information about that. But the other tip I wanted to give you is I always ask, I don't care if they're male, if they're female, if they're a kid, a teenager, a mom, it doesn't matter. I am always asking my clients, do you have a preference of the side of your face or the side of your body? Is there a, is there a certain side that you want to be standing on? And is there any Um, is there anything that you feel insecure about? Um, and I will typically, and I don't ask this every session, but I will, if I feel like there's a lot of, um, rigidness happening, or if I'm really having a hard time getting my client to relax and feel comfortable, then I will just, just to see, like, if I can tackle what the objection and what the insecurity is, then I can tackle it with a solution. Okay. So again, quick recap. There's so much going on here. 
Um, but tips for a smoother session. So number one, again, prep your clients beforehand. The more prepared they feel, the better the entire experience is going to go. Number two, stay in communication with your clients consistently and set up the expectations and the outline of the shoot so that your clients know exactly what to expect during their hour with you. And then number three, posing and prompting. So we went through a ton of tips, a ton of tips for you. Um, my biggest thing to sum that point up would be again, focus on what's happening in front of you, aim for that connection rather than trying to nail a pose um, or use a prompt that you have learned previously. So, okay. I hope that these tips help you. I know we are in the midst of busy season. And so hopefully you guys will get to try these out like tomorrow at your session or at the sessions you guys have coming up. Please let me know if these tips were helpful. And if you've been listening to the podcast and you have not left me a review and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, can you take just one minute of your day go to the homepage of this show, leave the rating of your choice. Hopefully it's five stars and a review. What do you love about the podcast? What have you learned? Just speak to me. I read every single one. Like that is my favorite. Every week I go through and I see who has left a review and I do, I read every single one of them and it means the world. It helps get the podcast out there. So if you don't mind, I would love for you to spend one to two minutes leaving a rating and a review on Apple podcast. If you're listening over on Spotify, I love you guys. I hope Spotify gets with the times and allows you guys to start leaving a review as well. And until then, I will catch you guys on the next episode.